0: Everyone and welcome back to another episode of Short Stories for Kids. I'm Lucy, and I'm here to read you guys another magical adventure pack story. First of all, I'd like to give a big hello and thank you to Isla and Freya from Texas, Jamie and Ellie from Washington, Hazel from Virginia, Sophia and Henry from Arizona. Brothers Nathan, Gary, and Stephen from British Columbia, Canada, and Francesca from Manchester in the UK. Hi guys, I hope you're all doing well and thank you so much for subscribing to our premium channel. Heading on a summer trip to visit family and wondering what activities to throw in for the kids that will keep them busy and off screens? Little Passports offers globally-inspired, award-winning kits filled with hands-on activities, games, and stories, all designed to spark curiosity and imagination among young adventurers and scientists. Each month, Little Passports will send a kit packed with play-based activities, interactive crafts, puzzles, games, and stories to help kids have fun while they learn about the world around them. Whether building a solar-powered robot, creating a Spanish mosaic, or playing with animal friends in the Serengeti, kids aged 3 to 10 will love learning with little passports. Each kit contains activities that are perfect for their age and match to their interests. Share the world with your little explorers with Little Passports. There's always something new to discover. For listeners of the show, Little Passports is offering new customers 20% off when you go to littlepassports.com/shortstories. That's 20% off when you go to littlepassports.com/shortstories. littlepassports.com/shortstories green chef makes eating well easy with plans to fit every lifestyle whether you're keto paleo vegan vegetarian gluten-free or just looking to eat more balanced meals green chef offers a range of recipes to suit your preferences with fresh produce premium proteins and organic ingredients you can trust green chef is the number one meal kit for eating well Avoid long lines at the grocery store. Green Chef is so convenient with pre-portioned, easy-to-follow recipes that are delivered right to your door. With Green Chef, you're reducing your food waste by at least 25% versus grocery shopping. I love to use Green Chef. It's delivered straight to my door. It's super easy and it's so healthy. I don't have to worry about finding time to go to the grocery store and I get more time to spend on doing things I love, like my podcast. Go to greenchef.com slash shortstories130 and use code SHORTSTORIES130 to get $130 off plus free shipping. Today's story idea comes from Henry, and Henry would love a story about a fight between an angry dragon and an army of evil robotic wizard underpants. (laughs) And in the end, it all starts over with a fight between Godzilla and a Mega Triceratops. Wow. Well, goodness me, Henry, these are some fantastic ideas. Thank you so much. I don't think we've ever heard of evil robotic wizard underpants before, so this is going to be a very interesting story. Thank you again, Henry, and I hope that all of you guys love this adventure. Are you ready? Here we go. Once upon a time, there was a wide and beautiful valley with round grassy hills on one side and tall mountains on the other. The valley itself was carpeted with lush meadows thickly speckled with wild flowers. And as the valley rose up on either side to meet the hills, and mountains, there grew a wide ribbon of trees. A handful of people lived at the top of the valley, mostly small farms, and they lived peaceful, happy lives. There was just two things that cast a shadow over this wonderful place. They were the things that all the people of the valley feared. The first one was an old twisted stone tower built on the edge of the hills. In this tower lived a bitter and miserable old wizard. There was only one thing that made the wizard happy, and that was his view across the valley towards the magnificent mountains opposite. He was so fond of this view that he would not allow any of the valley's farms to spoil it. The people of the valley were forbidden from extending their fields or buildings so that they might appear in what he could see from his window. This was something the people of the valley obeyed, for nobody wanted to upset a powerful and miserable wizard. The other thing that people feared lived on the opposite side of the mountain, in a cave that overlooked the valley below. This was a grumpy and hot-headed dragon, the dragon had decided that everything that he could see from his cave entrance was his, and any creature that walked or climbed or flew or swam within that space was his to eat. The people of the valley knew this, and so none of them dared to go into that part of the valley, either alone or with their animals, for fear of becoming the dragon's next meal. So as long as the people didn't build anything in the valley between the tower and the cave, they didn't upset the wizard. And as long as the people didn't venture with their animals between the cave and the tower, they didn't become dinner for the dragon. Everyone knew this, and so nobody did either. And so the valley remained one of the most beautiful and happy places in the world. One day, a boy arrived at the foot of the valley. His name was Henry, and all he had with him was a bag carried on a strap over his shoulder. He knew nothing about the valley or the tower or the dragon. All he wanted to do was find some people so he could sell the items in his bag. What a wonderful place! thought Henry as he began walking up the valley's centre beside a wide stream where fish swam lazily, birds sang to one another, and bees busied themselves amongst the flowers, and rabbits ran for cover whenever he got near. Henry hadn't noticed the old stone tower high up on the grassy hills to his left, and he hadn't seen the cave mouth in the mountains up to his right. But what he did notice was the dark shadow that swept over him. Looking up, he could see the wide, leathery wings of a dragon circling above him. The dragon swooped down and landed in the lush meadow grass, blocking Henry's path. Hello, boy, said the dragon. Hello, dragon, said Henry nervously, ''It's a long time since a human dared to walk in my part of the valley,'' sneered the dragon. ''I've almost forgotten what one tastes like.'' ''Oh, please don't eat me,'' begged Henry. ''All I want to do is sell my chili peppers.'' ''Whatever is a chili pepper?'' asked the dragon, suddenly curious. Henry reached inside his bag and produced a small green chili pepper. You cut them up and add them to your food, explained Henry. This one's very hot. Hot? Snapped the dragon. How can something that small be hot? This is hot. And he blasted a jet of flame into the sky. Henry trembled. Oh, this is a different kind of hot, like a spicy hotness. Some people find it too hot to eat, but I like them. "'I'm a ferocious dragon, and I think if a feeble little boy can eat a chili pepper, then I most certainly can. Give it to me!' the dragon ordered. Henry did what he was told, and the dragon popped the chili straight into his mouth and bit down on it. The dragon's eyes went wide and began to water, and then he roared in agony. "'Oh, oh, hot, hot! It's so hot!' The dragon screamed, "'I did warn you that it was a hot one. I've got some milder ones here,' began Henry, rummaging in his bag. But the dragon wasn't listening. He plunged his head into the stream and gulped down water, trying to stop the burning sensation in his mouth. "'Oh, oh, hot, so hot!' Then, as if trying to run away from the problem... The dragon lifted off into the air, blasting out random jets of flame as he did so. A small patch of meadow immediately went up in flames, spiraling black smoke up into the blue sky. In his tower, the wizard spied the smoke. He was too far away to see what was going on, but he could see there was a fire there somewhere. How dare somebody light a fire there in his valley? His view was being ruined." "'Somebody must have built a farm down there.' "'Well, I'll show them,' thundered the wizard. "'What he needed was something to stop the fire out "'and flatten any farm that was there. "'So he used his magic to create a large pair of metal boots. "'To move the boots, he created a large pair of robotic legs. "'And to connect the legs, "'he created a large pair of robotic underpants.' Go and crush those farmers, he ordered. The underpants stormed out of the tower, down the grassy hill, through the forest of trees, and into the meadow. Henry was more than a little surprised to see a large pair of robotic underpants marching towards him, but he made sure he got out of the way. The underpants splashed straight through the stream and up to the patch of smoke and flames. Once there, they got to work stamping the fire out. Unfortunately, by now, more stray fires had been started by the dragon's mad flight. "'What's this?' roared the wizard in his tower. "'More fires? How dare they?' Furious, he created two more robotic underpants to deal with the problem." Henry, meanwhile, didn't know what to do. Above him, the dragon wailed and screamed, cuffing up fireballs in all directions. Now the edge of the forest was on fire too, and the longer it went on, more and more robotic underpants appeared to stamp out the fires and squash any farms or farmers flat. Henry was just wondering if he ought to leave the valley altogether when the dragon crashed to the ground beside him and started gulping down water from the stream. Oh, make it stop. Oh, stop. It's so hot, blurted out the dragon between gulps before burping up another fireball that ignited the opposite bank of the stream. This fiery act didn't go unnoticed by the nearest pair of robotic underpants. It had been created to stamp out the fires and anything causing the fires, The wizard thought this must be a farmer, but the underpants didn't know that. All it knew was here was the cause of the problem, so it stomped over to the dragon and stamped squarely on the dragon's tail. The dragon screamed. Oh, what fresh nuisance is this? He bellowed, turning just in time to see the underpants take another stamp. He roared with pain again and blasted the underpants with his heated breath. This melted the robotic underpants instantly, but created yet another patch of meadow on fire, which in turn drew more robotic underpants towards the dragon. Up in his tower, the wizard thumped his balcony in frustration as more and more plumes of black smoke erupted amongst his view. In turn, he sent more and more robotic underpants to do his bidding. It was all getting terribly out of control. Fires raged everywhere, getting worse as the dragon battled each new pair of robotic underpants. Animals fled in all directions from the commotion, the noise and the heat. ''My lunch!'' roared the dragon as he saw the creatures fleeing. "'My valley!' yelled the wizard as he saw his beautiful view go up in flames. And there was poor young Henry, caught in the middle of it all. Everything in a mile-wide strip between the tower and the cave was either squashed, burnt, broken, mangled, melted, or smashed. Where there once was emerald greens and a rainbow of colorful flowers, There was now black charcoal and grey ash. The only living things upon this ground were Henry and the dragon. And the dragon wasn't faring well at all. Having defeated the final pair of evil robotic underpants, he cast his tired eyes across the smoldering, smoking ground. Oh, my valley, he cried. What have I done? On tired wings, he took off his cave to hide. In his tower, the miserable wizard was now the most miserable he'd ever been. Oh, my valley, he sobbed. What have I done? Turning his back on the bleak, blackened view, he shuffled off to his bedroom to hide. What a mess, said Henry. I think I've had enough of this valley. So instead of seeking out the farms, still untouched and undamaged at the top of the valley, Henry turned around and left in the direction he'd arrived. He walked and walked until he came to a neighboring valley on the other side of the mountains. It too looked beautiful and peaceful, and Henry decided it was the perfect place to try and sell his chili peppers. He'd not walked far up the valley floor when he came across a little old lady walking in the opposite direction. Hello, said Henry. I was wondering if you could help me. Are there any dragons or robot underpants in this valley? The little old lady laughed at such nonsense. (laughs) Dragons and robot underpants? (laughs) How silly, how ridiculous, she laughed. Our valley has no such thing. It's quite normal, thank you very much. Oh, that's great, smiled Henry. I'll keep going then. You do that, nodded the little old lady. But do beware of the hugely enormous giant lizard creature that lives on the left side of the valley and the triceratops that lives on the right side, won't you now, dear? Oh, of course, said Henry, patting his bag of chili peppers. I mean, what could possibly go wrong? The...